You're listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at our new website, magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. And hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. I'm so, so happy to hear from you today. It's a great day. There's our background music. I, I'm so excited about our new, our new theme song. The, song, the, the song, name of the song actually is called African Village, and it's by Sahara Skylight, which is very interesting. It has that nice song. So I'm very, very happy about the song. And there we go. I'm trying to get our background music going. So today we're going to talk about uh, the Yoruba religion, history, and beliefs. And I know there's many uh, of uh, people of African descent in the uh, diaspora who have Yoruba ancestry, as do I. And um, the Yoruba, if you don't know, they inhabit a significant part of Western Africa, like originally. I mean, they're all over. There are so many people everywhere who claim Yoruba ancestry, but uh, primarily and including Nigeria. And they have been practicing their unique set of religious customs for centuries. I mean, the ancestry goes back so far. And there's also smaller groups within the Yoruba as well. So, so that's, you know, so, in, so interesting. And I strongly suggest those people who really want to find out their tribal lineage um, to, to really look into the AfricanAncestry.com. So, I mean, it's a little a bit expensive, but it's so much better. I mean, I have African, I took the DNA test of the AfricanAncestry.com. I haven't got my results yet because I did it recently. It was a gift for my husband, actually, because I knew that I was Yoruba and Igbo, but I wanted more because I know there were little subgroups that I was not told and that a lot of my people may not know. So that would be great. And it also significantly helps me out on... African ancestry, uh, I mean, sorry, and on ancestry. Sorry, on ancestry.com. So I found it was very worth, worthwhile. Very worthwhile. So if you haven't done it, I suggest you give it a shot. Give it a shot. So, uh, and they have it, they had a discount too for, for Kwanzaa. For the Kwanzaa, and I think it was 15% off. I don't know how long that goes, but if you're listening to this, I don't know when I'm going to post this, but if you're listening to this around Kwanzaa or shortly after, check out any discounts or just call call them, contact them, email them, say, look, do you have any discounts? They're really nice people. In, in regards to, I've dealt with them and they were very, very nice. So, Yoruba religion is a blend of indigenous beliefs, myths, and legends, proverbs, and songs, which were all influenced by the cultural and social context 
of the western portion of Africa, and many of us hail, uh, claim our ancestry from Western Africa. I, I know I do. I have, I'm of Ni Nigerian descent, Cameroon, and Benin. Um, and in regards to Nigeria, uh, um, I am Yoruba, and part of the Yoruba, I am the Takpa people, which is known as the Nubi people, now known as the Nubi people. In Benin, I'm part of the Igbo tribe. So that's something that, little tidbit of information there. It is estimated that some 20% of Yoruba practice the traditional religion of their ancestors. In addition to honoring the great god Olorun and the Orishas, the followers of Yoruban religion often participate in celebrations during which sacrifices are offered to the different gods that control things like rain, sunshine, and the harvest. Now, during the Yoruba religious festivals, participants are intensely involved in the ritualistic reenactment of folk tales, myths, and other events that help explain mankind's places in the cosmos. Lately, I've been uh, sharing some African folk tales with my children. I, I have a, a real good, I have some real good books. I have adult uh, ones for adult too that I read on my own for myself. But I mean, even on Amazon, just research the author, make sure the author's authentic uh, and has uh, some authentic African knowledge and background or even ancestry. But I've been sharing that with them and I read it to them. And also during Kwanzaa, uh, the African, it's part of the Smithsonian, and I'll probably say the name wrong, but I believe I'm just going to take a sneak peek here at my, my, this webpage because I have it up right now because it's Kwanzaa and we've been doing something. There, there we go. The National Museum of African American History and Culture. They have some really good online things throughout the whole year, even especially since we're in COVID that you can utilize for adults, for children. There's even virtual tours. You can become a member. You don't have to become a member. You can donate or you don't have to donate. You can just go on the site and participate. So I, I, I really enjoy the videos, the songs, everything, and my children have as well. So I, if you're looking for some, some activity, especially now that we can't do many things because of COVID, I really suggest you check out that web, check out that website and look at their virtual events. It's just fantastic. Now, back to what I was saying. Festivals are a time in which family life, dress, language, music, and dance are celebrated and expressed side by side with spiritual belief. It's a time of building community and making sure that Everyone has enough of what they need. That's part of being in a village. A religious festival may include ceremonies to mark births, marriages, or deaths, as well as initiations and other rites of passages. Of passage. During the annual Ifa celebration, which falls at the time of the yam harvest, there is a sacrifice made to Ifa as well as ritualized cutting of the new yam. 
there was a great feast with dancing, drumming, and other forms of music all folded into the ritual celebration. Prayers are said to ward off premature deaths and to offer protection and blessings to the entire village for the coming year. I know a woman that went to Africa during a celebration and it fell at the end of the year, sort of during the Kwanzaa celebration. And she, there was drummings and it was just absolutely beautiful. So that's something to check out too. The festival of Ogun, which also takes place on an annual basis, involves sacrifices as well. Now, prior to the ritual and celebration, priests take a vow to abstain from cursing, fighting, sex, and eating certain foods so they can be seen as worthy of Ogun. When it's time for the festival, they make offerings of snails, kola nuts, palm oil, pigeons, and dogs to soothe Ogun's destructive wrath. Yoruba religious celebrations have a special purpose as well. They promote cultural values and help to preserve the rich heritage of the people who follow them. Unlike many Western religious beliefs, Yoruba's spirituality emphasizes living a good life. Reincarnation is part of the process and is something to look to be looked forward to. So death is not death is not the end all. There is more. There you've probably heard me say it numerous times on this podcast that Death is not the end. It's just a transition. The bot, the the bot, You shed this body, the spirit sheds the body, and they prepare to take on a new form, whatever that form may be. Sorry, I just had to drink some coffee. <laughs> Only those who live a virtuous and good existence earn the privilege of reincarnation. I kind of have a, another. Uh, take on that I think those I think when you shed when the soul when the soul sheds this body and before transition there's sort of a period of them working on themselves we're doing the work so they can take on another form and there are some who remain in spirit for a long time because they have a lot of stuff to to work on and I before they transition, before they go to the next level of existence. And I also believe that those who didn't learn everything that they were supposed to on this certain level of existence reincarnate again on the same level of existence in order for them to do the work until they learn, until they learn. And when they gather what they're supposed to have gathered, then they can move on to the next level of existence, but not before, not before. The children are often seen as the reincarnated spirits of ancestors who are crossed over. Now this is in the Yoruba spirituality. Again, we're, we're talking about that today. This concept of familial reincarnation 
is known as Atuana. Even Yoruba names like Babuntunde, which means father returns, because Baba, Baba is father in uh, Yoruba. And Yatunde means mother returns, reflect the idea of reincarnation within one's own family. In the Yoruba religion, gender is not an issue when it comes to reincarnation and is believed to change with each new rebirth. When a child is born as a reincarnated being, they carry not only the wisdom of the ancestor soul they possessed before, but also the accumulated knowledge of all their lifetimes. You know how you know how we can access. Uh, oh goodness, I it just slipped my mind. <laughs> yeah, prior prior uh, existence, we can uh, we can access that. Sometimes some people can do that. They can access the knowledge from their previous lifetimes, and that is that is one aspect of it uh, you know sometimes we we have little uh, remembrances of past lifetimes past life regression there we go it finally came <laughs> the past life regression looks into that the knowledge that we've collected in our past lifetimes and sometimes we know things if you ever think you know things and you don't know why or you feel a little old i i felt that way all my life uh, because of past lifetimes and the knowledge that i've collected and sometimes i'll get hints of my past lifetime and something that happened or knowledge that I've accessed. Traditional Yoruba beliefs hold that all people experience ayanmo, which is destiny or fate. As a part of this, there is an expectation that everyone will eventually achieve this, the state of Olunumare Olodumare, I'm pronouncing it wrong. That's not a word I use often. Which is becoming one with the divine creator who is the source of all energy. In the Yoruba religion belief system, life and death is an ongoing cycle of existence in various bodies. In Aye, the physical realm, as the spirit gradually moves towards transcendence. In addition to being a spiritual state, Olodumare is the name of the divine supreme being who is the creator of all things, also known as Olorun, which is an all-powerful figure and isn't limited by gender constraints. Usually the pronoun they is used when describing Olumare who doesn't typically meddle in everyday affairs of mortals. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at the words, so I want to pronounce it right. Oludumar. If someone wishes to communicate with the divine being, they do so by asking the Orishas to intercede on their behalf. Well, that's um, 
much like the saints of Catholicism, the Yoruba Arishas work as the intermediaries between man and the supreme creator and the rest of the divine world. While they often act on behalf of mortals, the Orishas sometimes work against humans and cause problems for them. There are a number of different kinds of Orishas in the Yoruba religion. Many of them are said to have been present when the world was created, and others were once human, but transcendent into a state of semi-divine existence. Some Orishas appear in the form of a natural feature, like rivers, mountains, trees, or other environmental markers. The Orishas exist in a way much like human beings. They party, they eat and drink, they love and marry, and they enjoy music. In a way, the Orishas serve as a reflection of mankind itself. In addition to the Orishas, there are also the Ajongan. These represent negative forces in the universe. An Ajongan might cause illness or accidents as well as other calamities. They are responsible for the sorts of problems typically attributed to demons in the Christian faith. More people try to avoid the Ajogan. Anyone who is afflicted by one might be sent to an ifa or a priest to perform a divination and determine how to get rid of the Ajogan. Typically in the Yoruba religion, most issues can be explained by either the work of an Adogan or the failure to pay proper respects to an Orisha who must then be appeased. So it's very good to make sure you honor and appease and keep happy the Orishas. In regards to the creation story, the Yoruba religion has its own unique creation story in which Olorun lived in the sky with the Orishas and the goddess Olukun with the, was the ruler of all of the water below. Another being Obatala asked Olorun for permission to create dry land for other creatures to live upon. Obatala took a bag and filled it with a sand-filled snail shell, a white hen, a black cat, and a palm nut. He threw the bag over his shoulder and began to climb down from the heavens on a long gold chain. When he ran out of chain, he poured the sand out beneath him and released the hen who began pecking at the sand and began spreading it around to create the hills and the valleys. He then planted the palm nut, which grew into a tree and multiplied. And Obatala even made wine from the nuts. One day, after drinking a bit of palm wine, Obatala got bored and lonely and fashioned creatures out of clay, many of which were flawed and imperfect. In his drunken stupor, he called out to Olorun to breathe life into the figures, and thus mankind was created. Finally, the Yoruba religion also has Ashe, a powerful life force possessed by humans and divine beings alike. Ashe is the energy found in all natural things, rain, thunder, blood, and so on. 
It is similar to the concept of chi in Asian spirituality or that of the chakras in the Hindu belief system. And that is very important. So I really hope you're getting something from this. But um, the, the Yoruba religion is, is more than awesome spirituality. It's much more than I'm giving, more information than I'm giving you right now. But this is just an overview. The Yoruba religion has been making its way to the United States where it is resonating with many black Americans. Uh, and why? <laughs> because uh, many uh, black Americans are drawn to the Yoruba because it offers them a chance to connect to a spiritual heritage that predates col colonial colonialization <laughs> and the transatlantic slave trade. Today I'm having problems speaking. In addition, Yoruba has had significant influence on other belief systems that are considered a part of the African diaspora. African traditional religions like Santeria, Santeria Candomblé, and Trinidad Orisha all can trace many of their roots back to the beliefs and practices of Yoruba land. In Brazil, enslaved Yoruba brought their traditions with them and meshed them with the Catholicism of their owners and formed the Umbanda religion, which blends African Orishas and beings with Catholic saints and indigenous concepts of ancestral spirits. Now I'll put in the show notes some sources in regards to the Yoruba religion and um, belief system spirituality there's a couple of books the origin of life on earth an african creation myth olurumare god in yoruba belief and the theistic problem of evil yoruba influences on haitian voodoo and new orleans voodoo the lore of religious festivals among the yoruba and its social relevance and the last book the study of yoruba religious traditions in historical perspective now, those are some great sauces for you. I'll put them in the show notes so you can have access to them. And I thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. But right before we leave, let's take a quick, com quick commercial break. Actually, I'm trying to find the commercial. Hang on. It was here. Okay, well, commercial's not here, so. Anyway. Thank you for listening to It's All Good. Magic, mysticism, Thanks for listening.